What's up, everybody? It's your boy Scott here, broadcasting to you live from the Last American Vagabond Studios here in uh, historic Franklin, Tennessee. Super grateful for this one, you guys. It's going to be a great episode. Great episode. So uh, let's see. I'm just so blessed here, though. You know what I mean? Like, actually, Ryan came in and was texting me last night, and he's like, dude, I got you all these new cables and all this new setup. You got me a little side table for my little mixing board and everything, and I'm just like, ah, thank you so much. So I just, like, I couldn't be doing what I'm doing now without Ryan. So, you guys, please go support his work, lastamericanvagabond.com. You know what I mean? It's just like it's surreal continues to blow me away the gifts that i get to have here so uh yeah guys so this is gonna be a fantastic episode uh before we get into it i just want to do a quick uh just tell you real quick how you can support the show so there's a few different ways guys so if you go to rebunk.news that's the website okay rebunk.news um you're gonna find all the different video platforms that we're on i like rockfin rockfin's where i've been sending people um just because like just by watching these videos on rockfin i actually get crypto just for your clicks just for watching it there you know what i mean we're also of course on bandot video uh rumble bit shoot odyssey big shout out to matthew raymer over at content safe so he is actually helping me get my videos onto bit shoot and odyssey now so i'm live streaming on rockfin and rumble but then he takes the stream from rumble and uploads the bit shoot and odyssey for me which makes my life so much easier so if you're a content creator out there and you want uh you know some support in getting your show out to multiple platforms please get a hold of matthew raymer at content safe contentsafe.co that's the website so uh, if you can reach out to me if you have any questions too or if you want me to put you in contact with him so uh if you're listening or if you're watching this anywhere you guys you can always please like subscribe on all your uh, podcast players that way you can listen on the go and then subscribe star subscribe star is where you're going to get all the premium content so we got two subscribers now on the subscribe star let's see if we can get three by the end of the broadcast you know what i mean i'm in the middle of doing a three-part series describing my journey east from oregon to tennessee it's a really cool uh it's a really cool little story that i hope that you guys um you know can get on there and check out so subscribestar.com forward slash rebunked um let's see and then all the social media telegram is going to be the best place t.me forward slash rebunk pod that's where you're going to get all the up-to-date uh drops about when i go live or any memes and articles anything like that um pretty much anywhere else is going to be shadow banned and you're not going to get the full meal deal so telegram t.me forward slash rebunk pod and then, of course, at the bottom here, we've got different value for value donation options. So let's see. That's pretty much. Oh, of course, of course, of course. I have to shout this out. So we have the new T-shirt shop. Thanks to Big Frog T-shirts in Beaverton, Oregon. Um, they're listeners. They're fans. They built me this website. They took my design ideas and made these shirts for me. And all I have to do is promote it. So, you guys, uh, let's 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 uh, help them out and support them, too, for their amazing work here. We got the Compliance is Violence shirt. We got the We Are Many, They Are Few, I See False Flags can't depopulate an idea of course just the rebunked logo so get in there and get your first edition rebunked uh t-shirts and you can go to rebunk.news forward slash shirts to access that or there's a link on the website rebunk.news and then finally you guys truth trs trs is a heavy metal detox spray uh, it's a fantastic product uh it's it's you know we're just being bombarded with environmental toxins heavy metals and all that stuff and so you know going to truthtrs.com and getting your heavy metal detox going it's what we need in order to be geared up in order to fight this war so you guys speaking of fighting this war uh so guest today uh, it's fantastic so i've been in contact with her for a couple of years now going back and forth you know she's kind of one of my resources and go-tos when it comes to health she's been in this fight big time she's always relaying me all the the activism work that she's doing and of course if you guys were listening to the last show the call-in show this was <laughs> 
this was the funny joke that kept happening where I kept like stepping on her phone call. She kept calling in. She tried to get on the air several times and I just kept squashing her call. So I'm like, I'm like, Colleen, let's just get you on the show. Let's just do a full episode. So without further ado, you guys, this is Colleen Frost. Colleen, how you doing? Oh, oh, I think you're muted. Are you muted? How about now? Unfortunately. Oh, there she is. What's up, Colleen? Cool. All right. And is there feedback now? No, I think we're good. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me, now I exit. Everything good? Yeah, I think we're all set. Okay, cool. All right. Beautiful. Well, welcome. That doesn't surprise me. I'm going to be honest. No, that's crazy. No, 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 no. It's, 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 as you guys know, if you guys like follow The Last American Vagabond, like Ryan, he's always like, he's like there's all these little things. And, and whether something. or not- whether or not it's something that could be attributed to like deliberate interference or just like the ghost in the machine. It's just weird. And I, to I totally get it. And I have to be honest, ever since I've been here in the studio here, like there have been little weird things. It's like, now why is it doing that? It's like, do they just throw little obstacles in the way just to kind of trip us up or what's the deal? I don't know. But anyway, I don't know. You killed my phone when I tried to call you. Oh, it was... went black, brand new phone, brand new phone died. I was just telling them about that. So like literally when I called you back to get you on the show, your phone just crapped out completely. No idea. Oh my God. And you got to, you had to go in and get that straightened out though. They well by that time they hard reset and they're like, I was like, Oh, okay. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. was it. That's so that was crazy. it. Something greater. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's so crazy. Wow. Well, Colleen, welcome to the show. First of all, like I was just kind of just, uh, bloviating a little bit while you were while we were sorting that out just telling the listeners like about like you know how much of a role actually you've you played a big role not only with like you know this show but truthzilla going back all the way to the truthzilla days you mm -hmm. know you've you provided like you're always sending me links you're always sending us like information and so you know you've been a big contributor to the show so i really and then a supporter too just all around so i really just appreciate you and everything that you've brought to help uh keep this show going so thank you so much do you want to give us a little bit of backstory about you like kind of what uh and then, and then like primarily around like, like COVID cause you've just got activated. I feel like, like, a, was that something that you were, uh, were you kind of mobilized and activated before COVID or was this something? I really was yeah. in weird ways though. Um, I have a vaccine injured child, which mm -hmm. huge wake up. I mean, there were things where I was aware of what was going on prior to that. And that was just a blow. I mean, trying to do your research as a mom and still ending up with a vaccine injured child. So it didn't matter. Yeah. Um, and so that was really, really hard. And to be quite honest, it pisses you off um, that they tried to kill your child, essentially, is what it was. So when I saw I had done so much research before COVID uh, over every single vaccine and disease, and I had notebooks and notebooks, and for me, how I deal with anxiety is um, I like to have a plan, right? Prepared. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I went through every vaccine. I sat and Googled every ingredient. I had medical textbooks, um, like wrote down everything. And then for me, it was like, well, how do you really treat this disease, right? Is this really that scary? Is it life altering? Um, and you come to find a lot aren't. Mumps. You know how you cure mumps, yeah. lemons, citrus fruit. You're like, and we're doing all this. We're kicking kids out of college and we're having chipmunk cheeks. Like, is this a thing? And so when COVID came, I saw it and I sat back and I watched 
and it got weirder and weirder. And I remember we had gone to Disney um, that February and we got sick. Uh, and it was super bizarre. So we came home sick. Luckily, the two weeks we were there, we were fine. But we all came home kind of sick. And the only reason I took my kid to the pediatrician is because I had him out for two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I needed the doctor's note for, you know, excused absent. So we took him in. They did, you know, the flu test and throat and all of that. And they were like, huh, it came back unidentified or something. And they're like, well, it's probably, you know, viral, go home, rest, fluids, just watch him. And as we were leaving the office, they're like, oh, it came back flu B or whatever. And you're like, okay. And he had like a Darth Vader cough for like another 10 days or whatever. Um, But he was overall fine. I was real sick. I had the fever um, and I'm not one for, you know, doctors, but I had fluid in my ear. So I went to what you would call just because I went to like one of those um, urgent cares because my doctor couldn't get me in. And so I went and I did a test and she's like, oh, unidentified. Um, and she's like, I'm, I'm not too worried. You were in a melting pot at Disney. You flew, you know, go home, fluids, water, all of that. Um, cool. Okay. She's like, with a respiratory virus, when you have fluid in your ear, it's usually the end. Cool. So my husband got real sick. He went to the VA. They told him he had RSV and probably gave him like a Z pack and a bunch of stuff. It's the VA. And so we had experienced all that. And I kind of watched it. And it was hitting other countries bigger than us here at the time. And so I had a friend whose family was overseas. And I was like, how are they dealing with it? And he was like, you know what? They really don't. And he was like, they're doing this and they don't have it in this particular country. And I was like, interesting. And so I just watched it and then it just went crazy. And I was honestly one of the ones I was like, they'll never close school. They'll never lock us down. Right. And they did. Mm. And that was, there was something bigger. It wasn't, you know, health. So, um, I was big when it came to the mass, it was just, I didn't need the studies. I didn't need all that. It was just a wall. It was just a hell no, not happening. Nope. And I remember when it happened, I remember our lockdown, Larry, our governor, Mm. you know, went on and the mass and this and that and essential only and only go out for your food and your medication. And um, I got a call. I have an amazing cardiologist. Mm. Uh, I have an irregular heartbeat. Nothing big. Had in my whole life was a Mm -hmm. swimmer, runner, all that. But um, he called and he was like, hey, listen, don't do it. Don't wear the mask Mm. and don't have your little guy do it either. He's like, it'll, your blood will become acidic with your heart. Like you don't need to throw it anymore out of whack. Like this is bad. Don't do it. Mm. I'm, I have a letter for you in the office. I'm sending you one. Don't do it. And that was sort of like the beginning of honestly picking a team and you, you experienced it. Oh yeah. People that you'd known your whole life, all of a sudden they were enemies. You're like, you know me, not trying to hurt you. I'm just saying this is bogus. And so I saw all of it coming and here we are. (laughs) Wow. Here we are. And, and, and part of like your journey too, like, which I got to 
give you so much props for was just the fact that you took on like a lot of these institutions, like the public school system, like head on. Oh, I want to get oh. into a little bit here uh, before we get into all the conspiratorial stuff because I got a list of that stuff to talk about. But uh, but um, so was your son in public school prior to this? Or so what? he was. So we were in something at the time. What was this? Two years ago now, he was four and he was in something called ECI, which is early child intervention. And it's a good program. It was about 90 minutes, four times a week. Um, and it was cool. He got to kind of be with other kids. They had like OT and speech therapy and play and story. It was just a nice thing. Um. And I really enjoyed that program. It was enough where I could run across the street to the gym, pick him, do all of our other things. It just fit. Um, and so that was good. And then as we, you know, the whole next year was the online learning, which doesn't work for a four-year-old. It, wow. it just, we didn't do it. It was fine. We had other activities, essentially homeschooled anyway. Yeah. Um, and then when it rolled back around, I applied for a, you know, mask exemption. Um, I, again, he's, he's vaccine injured, special needs, sensory sometime, like all of that. Like you just yeah. don't, whether religious, all of that. Mm -hmm. And it was a fight and it was, it was horrible. And I just, so I went and like, you went to the teacher was like, I have no, went to the principal out of my hands go up here. So you went to all these different, you know, heads of this department, heads of this, eventually ended up in legal, which for calling her every day for about eight weeks, never got anything back. Went wow. to school board, my representative, right? Nothing, mm -hmm. nothing. Greater good, greater good. You know that saying? Oh yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm out, I'm out. But I continue to fight because I had this yeah. thing like, what if one day my kid wants to go to school? Yeah, I don't that, think he will. That's the key what point. What if he this? wants? I think that that's what, a really what? important thing that, that just to highlight is like, so you did end up pulling your kid out of school, but you continue mm -hmm. to fight the school board. And I think that yeah. like, there's so much value in that. Like a lot of, uh, you know, it's like people like me, I don't even have kids. Like I should be in there. Got to do it. Yeah. Fighting them because then it's like, then it's like, you know, then you're not like stigmatizing the kid amongst his peers or maybe like, you know, him getting some like repercussions from a possible teacher you know what i mean even if it's just like petty stuff it's just like you know th those of us that don't really have a dog in the fight are kind of the ones that are probably going to be called to action for whatever's coming forward so i think that that's just a really cool admirable thing that i've always like admired about you is that you you took your kid out but you still stayed in the fight and and, and that was your your stance too is the fact that like you know now you're even can possibly be even more effective so yeah so what did that right and that's, that's honestly i can say things because you know i'm not in i don't care yeah. Um, and I have, and I have friends that still haven't figured out a way to get out, unfortunately, whether it's the means, um, you know, work, whatever their case is. And I have a friend who has an eight year little girl, eight years old, who now has an eating disorder mm. because her last two years have been uncontrollable. Like mm. I know I use, I don't need a psychology degree to see it's because it's the only thing she can control. Mm. Yeah. Now there's this child with the eating disorder. Um, I have another friend and I sent you this recently. This is mm. fairly recently and this is, should be a red flag for everyone. So she has a, I think she's about 16, but she's special needs in these special needs classrooms where they have 
aides and teachers and a, a lot of people that have all been at this point quadruple vaccinated. And they're all testing positive, these teachers and aides and grown adults. And this particular little girl hasn't done all that, has her mask exemption because she doesn't get it. Um, and my friend got a call one day to come get your child. She needs to quarantine for two weeks. This was May, mm. right? We're how many years? Yeah. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, uh, what? And she's, th- so my, my point is they're making these rules up as they go along. She's like, where is this written? Like all of a sudden, because her aide and the teacher tested, now I have to keep my kid, which we you tested, and didn't test positive, but because she won't wear a mask and she's not vaccinated, mm-hmm. she can't stay in school. And this particular girl, little girl loves, loves school, wants to go, which is why she's not in a different situation, homeschooled or mm-hmm. a tutor or anything. Yeah. Um, and she's like, show the mom, my friend was like, show me this in writing. Where is this? Where, where are you getting this from? Like, when did this become policy? Yeah. I thought we dropped this a few months back. Finally, I thought we were all... How come these other children get to stay and they're not going home for two weeks? Well, they've been vaccinated. Mm. Okay. But again, doesn't stop transmission, doesn't stop spread. Like it means nothing. means nothing. Yeah, absolutely. Did yeah. you test them? Oh, you didn't. So we're, we're back here again where the rules are being made up as we go along and mm-hmm. children are being hurt. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. It's like, it's almost like the, they, they look at the children as like expendable. It feels like, like yep. they're the ones that are the it's, most, yes, like the, the most, the most tyranny is directed at the kids. And to me, it's like, there's no science to back any of that up. And so it almost makes me All of it. like, is that the agenda? Is that the agenda right there to just completely Looks shatter like these kids psyches? Like, is that what the deal is? Yep. Doesn't it seem like it between the, that, and now we're seeing, you know, the, three-year-old universal pre-K, which is bizarre. Um, you know, parents aren't allowed in the classroom or these events or feel like somehow parents are dirty and can't see what's going on. And the whole identity, um, their gender now, like that was a big thing. I got called homophobic by the school board for speaking on that, wow. which is if you know me and you know my friend is is comical at best, like. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's just a way to confuse them. And you're like, what are you teaching? Really? When you take a step back, you teaching them math? You're not. Are you teaching them how to read and write? You're not. Yeah. You, you're truly teaching them. Are they oppressed? Did they oppress someone? Um, when they did the whole year of virtual learning, I have a, a, a friend who has a little girl who happened to see one of the lessons plans for the first grader was are you ashamed of your ancestors or something? There's no concept for that. No concept. Yeah. Right. And the whole thing, move forward, learn, do better. Like, um, so the whole thing, it's just confusing for children. We're, we're just, we're raising a generation that's going to be useless. That's, it's going to be horrific. Yeah. It's, it's pretty shocking. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, thank God that there are people like you out there advocating for these kids. You know what I mean? I feel like there's a mat and that's why I, that's why I titled this episode moms will win this war. You know what I'm saying? Like that feels like that's where so much of the the backlash and the, the pushback has been coming from. And it's just been from my yeah. experience too. like being in these uh, like freedom cells, for example, being in the freedom cell group out of Oregon. You know what I mean? Like primarily 
it's just like a bunch of moms, really. Like that's so funny. And you go to a lot of, like a lot of these rallies too. Like the media wants to portray this as a bunch of Nazis and white supremacists mm -hmm. and a bunch of terrorists and terrorists and all this stuff. And I'm always my my response is always like, really, it's just a bunch of moms. You know what I'm saying? Like it really <laughs> is. It's it's shocking. In our yoga pants with yeah. our Louis bag, like we don't. Yeah, yeah but that's you that's came at our kids. Yeah, and now it's now it's game on. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy. Do you yeah. have do you have do you have hope? Are you seeing progression in your community? So, so here's are you, are you comfortable saying like what part of the country you're in or so I am in a in around Annapolis. Okay. Maryland? Um in Maryland. Okay. Um, so we're in the Delmarva area, yeah. you know, very blue, very, very liberal, um, a hodgepodge of everyone. Um here, here's what I'm, I'm seeing and I've noticed it. So they let up, right? When, when our county got rid of the masks in school, all the mom groups disappeared. You went to a school mm -hmm. board, yep. maybe a handful of people at best. Everyone just gave up the fight. And you're like, where are you? Because a little girl just got kicked out of school and quarantined again. Yeah. Like it's coming back. Yeah. You're not paying attention and they're passing, um, they're the school board's voting where they want to get rid of all public testimony, or you can only testify on what is on their agenda. Mm -hmm. And they're doing all these things like they're too busy to hear from the parents. So they're, they're pushing this stuff through now where no one's there to fight it. No one's there here, even knowing that it's happening. I went to see how many people watched it online and you've got maybe two dozen out of a school system that has 84,000 children, that's a problem. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think that's part of the plan too, is to kind of just let up, you know, the sun's out, it's nice and peaceful. Actually, yep. well, here's the thing is like, now that it's all nice weather, now they're going to start pushing the riots. You know what I mean? Like, that's no. Oh, we're, we're close to Baltimore. I have a friend that's yeah. a Baltimore city um, police that's there this weekend because we've got the, you know, the peaceful protests. Yeah. 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 So keep an eye out for that. Folks. But man, so do you have hope though? Do you feel like, like people are like, what, what, what? I, I don't, when it comes to the school system, I think it will burn down. I think yeah. for me, it's building a parallel yeah. that we can't be touched you know, the co-ops, the homeschool, the private schools. But see, that's, I, I think we is. need, yeah. Focus Correct. on the for that. Yeah. Public plan. school I think is needs to be done. I agree. I agree. And so that's not a bad thing. So if that's, if this yeah. is the growing pains we have to go through in order to yep. reach that end, then let's, let's do this and we'll do it together. Right. Um, yeah. so it sounds like you have like a group of, of other moms or other people out there that, that are Amazing. with you. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Which wow. is funny. Cause if you'd asked me, I don't know, four years ago, I made fun of these, you know, sure. these moms and you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm one of those now. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. I'm so glad you're in this fight, Colleen. All right. So speaking of kids under attack, um, I want to talk about a little bit about this whole baby formula thing. You know what I mean? Like what? In Can the you world? imagine? Like, yeah, I, I just, I can't even imagine like, like a lot of these parents, like moms, like, like probably disenfranchised already, but now it's like, how do you, and just not even having access to food to feed your kids. Like, what do you even do in a situation like this? Like, what is, what are your thoughts on all this? So for someone who, um, I had a kid. Yeah. And I was very adamant about breastfeeding. Um, and I will say it's the hardest thing I have ever done. Wow. It is hard. It is exhausting. It is, you know, 24-7 around the clock. Um, there was a point for two weeks. It was every hour on the hour and then pumping in between. And 
it, it's exhausting. And, you know, they get you too. I was fortunate, you know, we had a great um, lactation specialist and a doula and a neighbor that was super helpful and supportive. There was a time I was drinking beer and eating almonds to try to produce more. And wow. it just wasn't there. Like my baby lost a lot of weight. Um, I was fortunate that I had people and knew people and was empowered in a way to be like, no, that's okay. He's supposed to lose that. I had someone tell me uh, I had a big baby I had a nine pound baby. Mm. Um, and so he was chubby he had the rolls on the legs and the arms and behind the neck. And before we left the hospital, he lost all that, which mm. is normal. You know, that okay. that's to be expected, but moms don't know that the doctors aren't telling them that. Um, and they scare you like, oh, your baby's going to starve and you're not producing enough and they get in your head. Um, and that affects your your body doing what it's supposed to do. Sure. And so it, it's just really hard because I know that's happening and I know then you're scared and you're exhausted and you can't advocate for yourself. Um, but then you always had the backup of formula, right? That was always like, oh, if this doesn't work out, I can do this. Well, that's not there right now. And I can't imagine what that feels like to be like, I can't just send my husband to, you know, the 24 hour drugstore to grab a container. Like, what does that feel like? Mm -hmm. That's horrific. Um, so it's scary. It's something that was deeply personal. I know how hard it is, even when you set out to breastfeed, mm. you know, those obstacles and you're tired and it, it's hard. It's yeah. very hard. So, so I don't even really have any frame of reference to comprehend any of this stuff. You know what I mean? But like, what, what are some, are there any solutions that you've come across? Like, is there a way to like make your so own? Like, is there, there, there are some recipes out there on how to make your own. I'm, I'm not a doctor. Yeah, this is not um, medical. I've life. never done it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're coming from sources of people that I trust and something that's been yeah. used for hundreds of years, you okay. know? Um, and I think there's, we're at a place where it's different between there's a difference between surviving and thriving right now, unfortunately, and you do what you do to survive. Yeah. Put that out there. Um, but there are some things. So there's these, uh, most communities have something where it's moms will donate for those that are fortunate enough to really produce, um, their milk banks Yeah, where people, you know, have donated, or if you have, Friends, and I've seen it. I'm always weird. I was weird about that when I had a newborn, just because like I saw if I ate broccoli, you know, it would make him gassy or if I spicy, he would be fussy. So I was super weary about that. But that's my own shortcomings, I guess. Um, now I will say I don't know if they're testing for the vaccine. Uh, and that's wow. something I would be super iffy about. Um, so this so is there. Uh this is something I came across yesterday. So the Weston A. Price Foundation, like I'm sure some they're of down the road from us. They're yeah, Weston uh, Price Foundation. Yeah. In fact, I had a Dr. Tom Cowan. I heard he was on the board mm -hmm. of this organization and uh, mm -hmm. you know, one of the original founders. And and so they actually have like a recipe on here. They oh, do. And you see a lot of them. And yeah. it was funny. So a, a couple months back, I had ordered a couple cases of evaporated milk from Costco. Uh -huh. And my husband was like, why? Why did you do that? And I was like, just wait, you'll see. So I kind of knew this was coming, yeah. but I honestly thought it would be a couple years down the road, like a wow. year down the road, maybe this fall. We all get locked down again. Um, yeah. So I didn't think it would come this fast. So you anticipated this situation, huh? Yeah. When wow. it comes to, yeah. 
Yeah. Ten. To be honest, I was reading a really old preppers book and they said that and I was like, oh, I can get it. Doesn't hurt. It's super cheap right now. That's a great, great insight. That's fantastic. Yeah. 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 There's another thing that I swear by. And again, um, we have local Amish who have mm. camels and camel milk. Again, I don't know how true this is, but I have used it for my little one. Camel's milk, supposedly the protein is very similar to breast milk. Interesting. Um, it, it's, it's expensive, but you can actually, in Colorado, there's a bunch of uh, camel farms. The Amish wow. here in Pennsylvania have it. Um, yeah, camel's milk. Interesting. See, I heard goat milk was a yeah. relatively good substitute if possible, but camels, oh, yeah. who would have thought? Camels. The Amish are out there crushing it, dude. They got yep. camels and everything. Wow. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's a good, that's a good thing. Like make, get like, I think in this day and age, it might be very wise and advisable to become friends with your Amish, Amish. Neighbors, your Amish. Mennonite neighbors. Like, <laughs> whoa, dude, like they, 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 they've known this for hundreds of years. They're like, yep. told you guys, I yep. told you. You shouldn't have gotten on the freaking Snapchats and the freaking, I told you, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> look at you now. Look at you now. with Your stupid Instagram. So, like, and it's funny because in our county, we have like a little Amish market, you know, yeah. um, that opens a couple, couple times, a couple days a week or whatever. And they have tried to, the health department has tried to come in and close them down multiple times. Um, and so wow. they've been under attack in this area for a couple years interesting see and, and mm -hmm. see, that's just that tells you all you need to know right there it's so yeah. crazy i mean this 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 just goes back to to like the discussion around you know the fda sending in like actual like armed people to shut down clinics that are promoting like vitamin c vitamin d during the whole covid thing like they are literally like being tasked and and deployed to stop anything that 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 is not only an actual solution but but pulls you away from reliance on the government it's just so blatant and so shocking, like we're seeing it pop out, you know, just, I mean, yeah. it's so incredibly crazy. Now, uh, what are your thoughts on, uh, so of course we have, we have this whole thing, right? We have Bill Gates, B Zuckerberg, other billionaires invest in environmentally friendly artificial breast milk cultured from human memories. So isn't it, isn't it interesting? The timing that, that we have the Gates. Oh, his titty milk. Yeah. 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 They're, they're making their own, uh, they're making their own. I want no part of that. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to wonder, because they've always talked about how they were going to vaccinate us through foods or lettuce or whatnot. Yeah. Does anyone really trust that? Oh, God. You're growing. No, no, no. I no. mean, I don't know how desperate you would have to be for that to be a viable option. Yeah, it's so crazy. And then, of course, like I came across this, which is hilarious. So we have PolitiFact running cover for Zuckerberg of and course. Gates. You know, this of is course. false. Big false on the truth. No, he's been doing it for years. It's been out there for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The infin infinite, so this is the claim, infant formula shortage was purposely created because Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates invested in artificial breast milk. False. Mm -hmm. so, Which you, it leads you to believe that it's true, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no evidence that an investment in this startup company making artificial breast milk uh, has anything to do with the shortage. So he's just, just here to save the day, Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're literally just here to save us and help us. So anyway, man, I don't know, man. It's scary. It's really scary. So I just, you know, I'm praying for everybody out there and uh, mm -hmm. hope you guys. And then again, this is a great reason why to you, you build build your little freedom cell, build, build community. Yeah communities you know because you know we during times like this, this is when we rally together and take care of each other so yeah, i just hope you guys are uh hope you guys are you know, making making moves towards that i'm actually going 
to a little, I don't know what you want to call it, like a little potluck, but it's like a farmer's type thing, like meet your local farmer type potluck this afternoon. So um, looking forward to it. So that's pretty cool, man. You know, I'm already starting to get plugged in out here, out in Tennessee, man. It's feeling really good. It's crazy. It's crazy out here. I freaking love it. So, all right. So let's see. Another thing I want to talk to you about. Now, this is so funny because uh, you're super awake to this stuff. Like this type of intel you send me and like kind of the, 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 the your takes on things I value quite a bit. But I have to give you a little bit of a hard time because I know you've got this big blind spot and you know what I'm going to say, right? like so but you you and your family love going to disneyland right so how do you reconcile that it's all coming out about how demonic and evil disney is but how awesome disneyland is how do you reconcile that (laughs) well i have known it for somewhat so (laughs) my husband loves it right and it's a good family time like the memories and it's cool um but he made a deal he's like I'll, I'll do anything. We all the crazy things you want to give up and ban and you can tar- talk DARPA dogs and chemtrails, but please, I, I let's not give up Disney. It's the one thing I ask. Yeah. So yeah. if it were me, they'd be boycotted. Um, okay. all right. so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we do, and we go a couple times a year. Um, definitely for my kid's birthday. Um, we always try to go and it, it's funny because you you do take precautions and you know aware and you know some of the crazy stuff I'm kind of fascinated by it to be honest some of the stuff or the you know conspiracies and the rumors and you're always like huh what a place like bad stuff has to happen like millions of people visit yeah like you can't and you never hear about it though right you never hear about craziness occasionally you hear about like a a Trump protester carrying like a sign on Splash Mountain or or something like that. Someone doesn't want to wear a mask or mm-hmm. um, which we didn't go in 21 because okay. of the mask issue. Because of the mask, yeah. Wouldn't good, do good, it. Good. I, uh, my line in the stand. Yeah. Um, and then the hill I'll die on is the vaccine. So totally. <laughs> they, they've kind of like stepped away from all of that. But yeah. so, yeah, there's some some good some good uh, stories out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one to start with, and I don't know, have you been Disney land or world? I've actually been to both. Yes. I have both in my youth. And then as an adult, I went to Disney land. Uh, this is funny. I went to Disneyland on my honeymoon by myself because yeah, that's a hilarious story. So Mm. (laughs) I was engaged to this gal and then we were like, that was the, the, the honeymoon was a week in Hawaii and a week in Disneyland. But then I found out she was cheating on me right before the wedding. And so I broke it off, but I still had the time off work. I still had the ticket. So I'm like, you know what? Oh, you're one of those. (laughs) Do you take a picture of her? No. Oh, put on like on the seat next to you. No, nothing like that. Mm. No. So I just, I went on my honeymoon by myself. So it was a week in Hawaii, a week in Disneyland. It was nice, a very dark actually. time. It was a very dark yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds nice to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty messed up. But anyway, that's a story for another day. But anyway, yes, wow. I have been to, Disney, I've been to both. <laughs> so you know how, and, and I guess I never really thought about it till I heard some of these stories. And you know how you like, you walk down Main Street and you smell like cookies, like they pump. Mm sense in places right yeah. like i personally love pirates of the caribbean like it's like a fruity cotton candy soapy smell mm. love it love it well 
I guess what you don't or what's been said is they're pumping in other things. Like you're kind of being experimented on like mm. laughing gas or just stuff to kind of make you docile and happy. Cause you're like that many people and like people are like hot and sweaty and bumping and cutting line. And you don't hear really about the fights. Mm. There's a possibility you could be being medicated essentially. Uh, oh, definitely. Um, so that's one of the big ones out there is that they're pumping stuff in uh, a lot of times on like the monorail they say. And that's interesting. Have you, right? have you heard that? So I heard, have you heard of a, okay. So I heard this story and I, I haven't checked it at all or anything, but I heard that there was a, a, a like a, in a mall, there was like a restaurant, like a burger place that was, that got in trouble because they were using voice to skull technology, like V2K, mm. you know, voice to skull, like where they beam like thoughts into people's heads and they have the technology to like beam smells or sensations into your head and so this restaurant was beaming in the smell of like cooked hamburgers into people's heads and they got in trouble from like across the across the mall they were like shooting lasers into people's heads to make them smell burgers yeah so i wonder i if hadn't heard that but i believe it i think disney does it probably all the time yeah, think how much you go and you just you spend right yeah, like oh, yeah. disney it's a joke but you're like super frugal at home but yeah. at disney you're just like ah spending buying crazy shit that you'll mm -hmm. never Dude, his voice to skull. They're just beaming thoughts yeah. in their heads, dude. They're like, they're maybe, Makes maybe sense. it's the Mickey Mouse ears are like. They hurt. They they're, hurt. They're, <laughs> they're like receptors to like voice to skull technology that they're beaming. Right. Dude, I bet. Bet you. Mm, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So, so what else? What are some other uh, Disney streams? So I have, here's my, my number one, like conspiracy story that I love. And I have no backing for it but i love love the story um so i don't know you know living off living off the land living in the land i don't know sure. um it's it's a pretty boring ride people don't love it like you go through all the different um i guess like a desert and you know jungle or whatever and then you see where they grow fruit and they have fish and all that right so it's a pretty boring slow blah ride anyway well, there's a story out there from a, um, he claims to be a gentleman, uh, one of the black polo, which I've never seen, but now I'm on the hunt for. So if you see you guys in black polos that kind of blend in, mm. you're in danger. You need to run like mm. something's going on. They're hiding it, whatever. So anyway, living off the land, there's a story about these four kind of teenagers. I think it was three girls and a guy that got on the little boat to ride through um and they they disappeared like the empty boat came out and so the little gal that was you know the cast member that was running it called security uh the guy heard it this you know um really high security level he was like cool i'll be over there went over and like listened and he tells he's like they had to give her her story so they're like oh they were part of a like tourist backstage kind of thing. Uh, go sign this statement. That's where they were. Don't worry about it. Right. So they feed him this line. So he was like, huh? All right. So he goes through the ride and he gets off. I don't know if you know where the Prairie house is. It's supposed to be a replica of Walt Disney's Kansas childhood home. Hmm. And so he gets off and he's, high up so he has this like mask key supposedly and so he gets up and he's kind of looking around 
And he was like, oh, I've never been in here. Maybe they, whatever, shenanigans. So he goes to open the door to this, what everyone thinks is a fake house. And so he opens it and he, he states that inside it's like black and white checkered floors, Whoa. this big like marble altar table kind of situation. Um, and he was like, oh, I just thought this was fake. And so he's kind of looking around and in the back he sees like a big wooden door. And he's like, all right. And he goes over to open the door and his key doesn't work. And he states, he's like, oh, I'm so thankful my key didn't work because I don't know what's back there. Mm. And as he goes to leave, he finds like, oh, this was a while back where they still had the paper fast passes. And he finds one of those for Soren. He just puts it in his pocket and doesn't think anything of it. He later goes and watches all the footages and sees the the three girls and the guy walk in, be led in, put it that way. Mm. Um, and that was sort of it. Uh, he does note, like, when he walked up that there was, like, a Masonic sticker on the window that he never really noticed. Um, so it's funny. So I've, like, went back to, like, look at pictures of this house to see if I see the sticker. And I never see it. But in honesty, the swing is always in the way or the railing or the dog. Mm. Um, but what I have noticed with this is when I look at older pictures. So he describes, like, when you walk up the windows, you can tell there are curtains and then there's, like, boards behind it. Mm. Well, that has changed over years, though. Now you can kind of see inside in a lamp and... So that has changed and where the lighting hits it is different. And what's weird about that too, there is an upstairs bedroom to that house that you can kind of see in, but you never really notice it's there. So that's one. Um, and he also notes that where like the little river is, like I guess the where you're on like the track or whatever and the bumpers, like there's sort of a, I guess a cutout there. Like it's made different in front of the house. I don't know. No, no proof, nothing. It's just a very interesting story, and you wonder. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, that's so crazy. Like, so do you think it's haunted? Do you think there's, like, some weird, I mean, some weird uh, paranormal stuff going on? No, I, I don't. I'm not in that camp. Oh, okay. But I, I think, like, maybe there is, like, some sort of room or, yeah. you know, other back tunnel or something yeah. bizarre. I don't know. Yeah, where they do their rituals. I mean, they're at least yeah, I mean, come on. Something, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. So I reached out to, uh, so there's a gal named Dawn Taplin. I just had to look it up here. Dawn Taplin. She was uh, worked as a security person on it on one of the cruises. And uh, mm -hmm. there was all these incidences of like kids getting like, I don't know, like like victimized, you know what I mean? And then yeah. by the staff and then like they were being paid to like cover it up basically. Like, yeah. Like, we'll cover no, up nothing. And, and she went public and I reached out to her to get her on the show and she she's like, She's like, well, how much are you going to pay me? I'm like, oh, God, okay, fine. Whatever. Oh, wow. But, uh, yeah, so it was like a whole thing where I was trying to – I even offered her some money. I'm like, yeah, I'll pay you. Like, I will pay you to come on the show, but apparently it wasn't enough money. So that was kind of a bummer. But uh, but apparently that was uh, – that's a thing. It's just like, you know, just the cover-up operation. I mean, like they're just running like the, the Catholic Church playbook on the whole thing or something. You never hear about it, yeah. Yeah, crazy stuff, man. So – so, you know, I just give you, I just give you crap for that every now and then. I know, I know you guys love your Disney, so it's just hilarious. So, uh, but, but you know, it is what it is, man. It's just, it, that's just another thing too, about this whole last couple of years or just waking up in general. You just like all your sacred cows. You all question the, it. Like, You're like, well, all, all the things that we used to hold sacred, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, 
I'm just telling you guys, all you guys that are just waking up, if this is like your first conspiracy show you've ever seen or heard, I'm not going to say this is a conspiracy show, like truth-seeking show, you know, I'm here to tell you right now, everything that you like, all your sacred cows, all your favorite actors, all your favorite musicians, everything, you're going to you're gonna hate them in about a year from now. I guarantee. It's just so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's just how it goes. Just watching a basic TV show or movie is awful. <laughs> I know. It's so bad. It's so bad. Like, even, even last night, I just wanted to watch, like, a regular movie, and so I put out in the channel... In the, in the telegram channel I'm like you guys can anybody just recommend just like a movie that's like not completely woke completely social justice just kind of like a just a relaxed non-conspiracy movie that i can just like zone out and watch but it's like i don't know i hear netflix is pretty bad these days i haven't had netflix in a long time but yeah. i hear it's nothing but like pregnant pregnant men and like all kinds of nonsense and stuff like that so. right oh geez uh, let's see. So what else is on your radar? We, we were, what about this? What about this China red sky thing? I, I, wasn't I don't know. I, okay. I don't think it's natural. I think it is somehow man-made. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of weird sky things happening. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing in places like my area, I would get it just cause we're so close to NSA and yeah, you guys are Langley and all that. Like right. Um, but I'm seeing a lot of, yeah, middle of the country stuff too. Um, I think it's like a, project bloombeam yeah. or yeah situation no. um or like a prep to our our alien invasion our ufo yeah. um i just think they're really like psychologically trying to make you feel crazy yeah totally that's crazy so i uh i i, I actually just posted a video last night in the telegram channel about uh like i walked out last night and there was some weird like light thing going on up in the clouds. Like I couldn't tell if it was like behind the clouds, like a bunch of lights flying around super fast or if someone was like, projecting something onto the clouds. Like it was really weird. I couldn't tell. But So I showed you, I had that a couple, couple weeks ago now, yeah, yeah. same situation. I walked out at 10 o'clock at night and it looked yeah. like it was dusk. Yeah. The, the, we went and we checked the moon. Now I did find some BS about something with like Jupiter's in this certain spot. It might project this. Now, what I think is weird, and I don't know about where you are, but where I am, for months now, it has just been overcast, cloudy, and you don't see the clouds. It's just gray all the time, every day. It's just horrible. Yeah. Not natural. This isn't normal. Yeah. Do you get a lot of, I mean, I can only imagine, but do you have a lot of spraying going on up where you're at? So we do. Um a ton. Now I will say I've noticed at night when I like take the dogs out that it's just like crisscross, like they're spraying at night. So people aren't noticing it as much, I guess. It's that too. They do it at night. They do it at night. Like on, on yeah. a nice full moon night, I've gone out and it's just like, Ooh. yeah, it's just yep. like, oh. oh, it's so demoralizing. Which all my trees are dying. Really? Yeah. Wow. And of course they're going to blame it on drought and global warming, right? There's the, we, <laughs> we are not in a drought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is raining um, here, like to the point where I'm like, I don't know, should I up my flood insurance? <laughs> like it's bad. Um, That's so crazy. Yeah. Have you looked into the, have you looked into the, the fires that are happening right now? You see the in Cal California? Fires? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it seems like a cyclical thing around this time every year. Like it's just, yep. uh, and then coming from Oregon, like we, you know, I lived through a couple of pretty massive fires that affected you know people pretty close to me. What was that? 2000, would have been 2020. Yeah. It was pretty wild. Oh, but, did uh, they do it in 20? Yeah. There was, I thought was they a, took a break. Huge, no, there was a huge fire in 2020. Um, that took out like this entire town right next to Eugene. 
They're just right outside of uh, it was like 20 miles east of Springfield, which is like uh, Eugene's little brother there. So yeah, it's oh, wow. crazy. It was crazy driving through that place, and it's like the only thing like, the ash. Was, yeah, there's tons of ash. Like it was like literally like yeah, it was it was crazy. Tons of ash snowing down. But like this particular town is called Blue River. And, uh, and actually there was some, a bunch of towns down in Southern Oregon too, where this happened, but, and obviously all over California, like it's just a, it was a huge thing, but definitely like I've driven, I drove through blue river, the town that really got wiped out. And like these, really the only thing that was left standing is the chimney, you know, it's super creepy just seeing just a big chimney just coming out of the ground, you know, but, but it was so weird too, because like one house would be just literally just a pile of rubble or just like the other untouched, but the one right next to it completely untouched. Yeah, I'm seeing that too come out of California. You're yeah. like, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But I, I just no. like the the fire just comes through like at a certain trajectory or something and just leaves. They one had a better interest rate on on the one that burned or something. Something. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. It's just so crazy. So I don't know. I don't know. So uh, so what what's what's next for you here? Do you have anything on your horizon? Oh my goodness, so much, so busy. Um. Yeah. I don't, I'm really hoping to like kind of chill this summer because I think it's going to be like the last time we really get to like breathe and yeah, take it easy for, for a while. Yeah. Um, right now, just being like a super present mom, Good. Um, which it's kind of presenting its own issues right now. I don't know if it's like the super moon or just the collectiveness that we're all feeling, but just he's been a little more needy, which isn't isn't like him and um that kind of thing and same thing like i've been super agitated <laughs> recently for no no real reason can't can't pinpoint it um which is weird for me yeah and i kind of watch the animals to see how they're reacting cuz i think we're going to see a lot of animals get super aggressive or whatever this is but um you know, surviving, taking it day by day because every day it seems like they throw another, another fire at us essentially. Yeah, no, literally, quite literally too. Yep. You know, I, I know you've talked about maybe having an interest in starting your own podcast. I'm putting you on the spot. I am. It keeps that. being put on my heart and um, it, it, it will definitely be, you know, I, I can't get away from it. It keeps yeah. presenting itself in a dream and people mm -hmm. um, say, and I, I want to do it. It's definitely on the list. Um, I also know how consistent I have to be um, and really show up and just that's sort of what's getting in my way. Yeah. Well, a life hack that I've just discovered, you know, Ryan kind of steered me in this direction, but it's just like, what I used to do like with Truthzilla and then up until now is like we would record an episode. I'd take it. I'd take it to Adobe Premiere and edit it and do all the sound editing and all this stuff and make it as like crisp and polished and professional and perfect as it possibly could be. And yes, there's some value to that. But then now, dude, what I do is I just press record and live stream it and bam. And go I'm for good. it. You and that's sort of life right now. Yeah. And then I don't have to do any editing. I don't have to do anything. So, you know, maybe we lose a little bit of deterioration in the sound quality overall. And, uh, you know, it's not as smooth, like in the intro transition, all this stuff. But at the same time, like I see people in the chat, you know, people are just having a great time in the chat. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I, I feel like this is the way to do it. This is the way to do it. People want, I think like balancing the two, like super clean, polished, professional Versus like having a live stream, just activity where we're all hanging out together. Like, I think that's, that's where it's at. So it's made like my that. life way easier. So, you know, I'm definitely like, yeah, if you just like stream something, put it out, call it good. And it actually like mm -hmm. increases the amount of content you're going to want to put out. But, uh, 
I was going to say, I have another friend who is starting a podcast. Also, she's a mom and that's going to be the focus of her podcast is like, you know, just like standing up for like kids rights and all this stuff. And so I see like a collaboration maybe on the horizon someday. I'll definitely mm-hmm. introduce you guys. I feel That'd like be cool. really, really good friends. She's pretty awesome. Um, and then, so she, that's in the works too. And I just, and I've kind of been working with her, like helping her with her setup. Um, just got her, her, she just ordered a computer and we're going to get her all the things she needs to get going. So if you need any guidance or anything, just please let me know. Like you, Oh, um, you know, I will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, get you, we'll get you steered in that direction. Cause I feel like it's so important and especially your area of passion is, is where this fight is de- definitely going right now. And, and then also just, uh, you know, just, just building our own communities, like, like having your show as like kind of a beacon and a community in and of itself, you know, that's been the biggest gift that I've been able to have out of like doing this for the last couple of years is just all the people I've met, you know, yourself included and all the, like, like the folks that have kind of, you know, come centralized around this one single idea, but then now we're just doing big things, you know, and a lot of these folks that I've gotten to know just doing the show the last couple of years have become like real life friends, you know what I mean? And it's just like, it's really, really, really cool. And then, so if you can create, like, it's like the, if you build it, they will come. Principle. They will come. So mm-hmm. If you, if you kind of create that space for people, like people will gravitate towards it. And, you know, and, and I feel like it'd be very solution focused, which is exactly what we need right now. So awesome. Well, shoot. Any final thoughts, Colleen? No, I mean, I think now is just the time to really keep your kids close, really, you know, prioritize. Is there any more important job than being a mom or a parent or, you know, they're after your kids, the school system, you know, big pharma, big media, all of them, all of them. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And then like, you know, this being a depopulation agenda, right? That's how we fight back is we repopulate, right? So it's kind of crazy, kind of crazy. Like my, my paradigm has been shifted in that regard last few few months. Honestly, really, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just like, you know, I've, I've always been like, you know, Mr. Bachelor, like, I don't even like name or whatever, but now I'm like, yeah, dude, I need to like have a family. Like, what am I thinking? Like, it's so crazy. It's just like kind of shattered my whole paradigm. Really, you know? It is hard. It is yeah. hard. But what this world needs is people like yeah. you and I, and like us, you know, yeah. that kind of like-minded, yeah. um, that want, want good. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You so know? we need to repopulate the earth with good people because they ain't having kids. I hate to be crass, but they're not having kids. They don't want to, and they don't want you to. And, you know, when all the, uh, the whatever protests for the, you know, broke out for the abortion thing, which in Maryland is, is comical because it's not going anywhere, but you're just like, I looked out and it's like, I just want to make sure no one lives in my community. I don't want that mess outside my door. Um, Cause they're like drawing coat hangers and they're just being crazy and like exposing themselves and, Mm -hmm. you know, carrying dolls around and just really crazy things. And you're like, this isn't normal. You're mentally ill. This is not normal. Completely mentally ill. God, so crazy. Um, I guess, okay. Hey, before we wrap up here, we do have a super chat donation, Ray donation from Zach. Let's read what he has to say here. So Zach wrote, uh, Zach Boyles. Thank you, dude, for, uh, for chipping in here. He says, I white dude arrived from China summer 20, 2020, I guess, into a proud conservative beach community. No masks talking about stupid libs. I hate masks. Happy for two week beach quarantine. Next day, they That's heard nice. I flew from China and lost their fucking mind. <gasps> Called police equals no show. Strapped face, diapers for two weeks, pushed me inside. Continued threats terrorizing me even on my porch. They rushed delivery drivers to warn them too. All right. That's sounds horrible. like you had a pretty good uh, interaction just because they don't do 
homeless people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully you're doing Don't better. Don't be that. Like, yeah. what, what is the saying? Like, treat people as you would want to be treated. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, don't yell at people. I've never yelled through. I've gone to the stores, all of this. I will tell you, no one, not one store for not wearing a mask has refused to take my money. Yeah. You say no, thank you. Be yeah. polite. Take your business somewhere else. And don't treat your neighbor like that. They're your neighbor. Exactly. This and, and to be honest, you're misguided. This didn't come from China. Yeah, like, I know. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah. People are just like people have lost their minds and a lot of them haven't gotten it back yet. <laughs> yeah, so, it's really like, you know, misdirected anger. Yeah. Misdirected you know? anger. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Well, Colleen, thank you so much. I'm so glad it, it actually kind of worked out great that our call didn't. I'm sorry you had to go to the store, and get your phone fixed, but it kind of worked out for the best. Like, I've enjoyed connecting with you here. So it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I will kill any electronic. You, you see that. There you go. There you go. All right, Colleen, we'll take care. We'll catch up with you soon. Okay? You too, Scott. Thank, thank you. you. And then all you guys <laughs> in the chat, thank you for hanging out. You guys are the best. Couldn't do this without you. And we'll catch you very soon. Peace. Bye. Bye.